You're now listening to Binge Brew Brain Podcast, the show that teaches simple neuroscience-based strategies to ending overeating, binge eating, emotional eating, and yo-yo dieting. I'm Natalia, your host, and I'm here to help you create wellness without the obsession. Let's get started. Hello, hello. How are you doing? I hope that you're doing amazing. And let me ask you, do you have any plans for the weekend? Or... How was your week so far? Have you already given up on this week and you wish that maybe next Monday will be your fresh start? Like this week maybe wasn't so good, but next Monday you're gonna incorporate that new routine into your uh, into your life. Maybe you will stop binge eating. Maybe you're gonna stop drinking alcohol. Maybe you're gonna start meditation, start exercise. If this is you, And it has been me for so many years. I mean, I'm still kind of like this person because I still love fresh, fresh start. Like I love beginning of a year, beginning of each month, beginning of each week, even the beginning of each day. Like mornings are my time. So if this, if this is you as well, if you're waiting to stop binge eating and improve your relationship with food, and you postpone it until, let's say, next Monday, next month, or maybe even next year, this episode is for you. And I thought that you may need this episode, you may need this little pep talk so that you can start today. And if not today, then at least at the beginning of the October, because the fourth quarter of the year will start. So I'm a business owner, so I see year as four quarters because I do my taxes quarterly. So soon we will enter the fourth quarter of a year. And you might be thinking that, oh no, this is like the worst part of the year. It's impossible to change the relationship with food during the fourth quarter of a year because there's Halloween, Thanksgiving, Christmas. I know that you want to give up, that you want to wait till the next year to start fresh, but this is a mistake. Fourth quarter of a year is the best time to change. And I'm going to prove you that that in today's episode. So maybe you've heard that quote saying that the best time to plant a tree is 20 years ago. The second best time is now. I think exactly the same about you and your issues with food. So the best time to stop binge eating and stop obsessing about food, of course, it was when you saw the first signs that something was wrong. Maybe after your first binge or maybe after you started obsessing about calories, yeah, sure, that was the moment to to like take a step back and maybe improve uh, improve your relationship with food. But you haven't done that uh, then, so now is your second best time to start doing it. So in today's episode, we are going to discuss why you shouldn't wait till Monday and why today is the best day to start, whatever you want to start, and why the fourth quarter of a year is the most perfect time to start healing your relationship with food. Before we get into that, let's talk about why you even delay your commitment. So it's probably because it is your brain's attempt to keep this habit alive and to avoid discomfort. We talked so many times that primitive brain has three main goals. 
uh, seek pleasure, avoid pain, and be as efficient as possible. So in this case, when you delay your commitment to changing your relationship with food, you also avoid discomfort. You are using all of those excuses to just give yourself permission to do whatever you want to do right now. And you hope that in the future, you're going to change. You're going to be more motivated to to change something and that transition to to a new habit, new routine will be easier, which is, which is not the case. So this, mm, this brain's attempt to like, avoid discomfort, it also gives you a false sense of safety because you know that, okay, right now maybe things are not good, but you have a hope that it's going to change, that in the future things will be better. So you also get relief uh, from this discomfort because maybe you feel uncomfortable right now knowing that you are still binge eating, you are still uh, maybe counting calories, restricting your food, but you have this relief that, okay, but from Monday or from the next month, everything's gonna be better. So you have this this relief, you have this, um, this sense of uh, safety, and this is what, what our brain likes to do. It likes to delay things. Uh, Maybe you've heard about delayed gratification. So in this case, it's quite the opposite. It's delayed discomfort. Your brain avoids pain by postponing it. And I think that this false sense of safety is also something that you may experience in general uh, while healing your relationship with food. Because right now, for example, you are listening to a podcast. Maybe you also watch my posts on Instagram, watch my stories, uh, read the captions under the posts. Maybe you also read some books uh, about um, about how to heal um, eating disorders and so on. And that gives you that sense of safety. Like you think that you are doing something to improve your situation but in general just uh, surrounding yourself with with positive messages it's not really doing the work quite the opposite it can actually prevent you from doing the real work because you're just you're just thinking you believe that oh yeah I'm doing a lot because I'm listening to a podcast I'm following all of those people on Instagram so, so this gives you the sense like oh yeah I'm doing something but at the same time actually you are avoiding doing the real deeper work. I think that I went on a tangent. So so let's come back to, to the topic like why you delay your commitment to fix your issues with food. So the first reason was because your brain tries to avoid discomfort. And the second part is because you've got this perfectionist mindset. You've got faults that you need to be better prepared for something. Like you can't stop journaling because you don't have perfect, beautiful journal. You can't start meal prepping because you need to have the perfect Tupperware. Uh, You can't exercise until you have workout clothes that you really love. So you come up with all of those excuses. And in today's episode, I would actually like to help you understand that when you anticipate very hard situation, then it is actually the best time to change. So the best time to, I don't know, start exercising is when you don't have those workout clothes, when things are not perfect, when it's not a perfect time. And this is mainly because you believe that it's impossible to do it without something. So for example, during holiday seasons, you think, 
that this is impossible to change. But actually, that's the best time. But in a, in a second, I'm going to uh, come back to this topic, why holiday season is actually the best season to overcome your struggles with food. But in general, all those things like bra- your brain avoiding uh, discomfort and also, and also perfectionist mindset, it gives you a result of no action or just you pretend that that you do some action, right? Because you are planning like, okay, yeah, I'm going to start doing something on Monday or next year, but you are actually still stuck in, in action. So what's the solution? Well, first of all, you have to realize that it's all construct. <laughs> like today, Monday, Tuesday, it's all the same, right? And we just all agreed that, okay, this is Monday, this is Tuesday, uh, this is March, this is January, but it's all the construct. All those days are neutral. They just exist. We named them, but there is no difference between them. There's no difference between uh, March and January. The only thing that is um, that is different is our own thoughts. So there is nothing really magical about New Year's. The only thing that changes during the beginning of of the year are are your thoughts. Your thoughts change because you want to have this, uh, you know, blank page. You want to be this blank page. You You want to start fresh. So you have different thoughts about the new years, but actually it's the day as every other day. And the beautiful thing is that if you know that the only thing that changes are your own thoughts, you can also realize that those thoughts are already available to you because you are the person who controls your thoughts. You can produce the thoughts that would help you to start right now in the same way as you would start during the, uh, during the new years. Circumstances are always neutral. There's no such thing as perfect time. Maybe sometimes you believe that something is better, something is worse, but actually new years or new beginning of a month, it doesn't change anything. It's neutral circumstance. The only thing that changes are your own thoughts and you can change your thoughts. And believe me, waiting for a new year's to change your relationship with with food or maybe start some kind of other wellness-related habits it's really bad for you. (laughs) Waiting till New Year's, it's really uh, worse for you because from today till the New Year's, you're going to keep reinforcing the same habit. I know that you may feel stuck right now. Like, oh yeah, I'm stuck in my obsessive thinking about food. I'm stuck with my binge eating. But actually, you are not really stuck. I'm sorry to, to inform you, but you actually make regress you are going backwards because you reinforce the habit, which means that it becomes uh, easier for you and easier to perform those bad habits. They are more ingrained into you. With each day, each day you perform those uh, unhelpful habits, it will become harder for you to break them. So if right now you still struggle with some disordered uh, eating behaviors and you will allow yourself to wait until New Year's come to to change those habits, it actually will be harder for you to change them in three months because during those three months, you will still reinforce them. You will make them uh, more ingrained into your brain. 
But of course, I hear you. If your problem is, uh, you know, your issues with food, whether it's binge eating, restricting, overeating, obsessing about food, you may think that it's really hard to change your relationship with food during uh, holidays like Halloween, Thanksgiving, Christmas. Probably you will attend a lot of parties. So you may think like, oh, it's it's just too difficult. It's too hard. Actually, you know what? It doesn't really matter because I already screwed up this, this whole year so I can wait uh, till the next year. Like the last three quarters of a year were quite shitty. So I hope that the next year will be better. I can I can totally wait till, till the better time. So right now, just forget about it. I will enjoy my Christmas. I will enjoy my Thanksgiving and I will, yeah, do whatever I want. So in this way, you come up with a lot of excuses and you know that hope is coming because you hope that in January January you will change. So right now, you just give yourself permission to act in a way that is not really aligned with your goals because I know that you want to overcome your issues with food. I know that you want to do it but you keep postponing it because of the perfectionist mindset, because of your brain that wants to avoid discomfort. But by postponing it, you actually make your habit harder to break. Okay, so what's the solution? Girl, use the last quarter of a year as the 1st of January. Yes, start working on your resolutions in October. Hear me out. There are a couple of benefits of doing uh, doing it that way. First of all, at some point, people will, you know, recover from holidays. They will be super overwhelmed and they will be tired and then the new years will come and people will want to start, you know, building a new, new habits, but probably they will take too much on their plate so they won't be able to copy with that while other people will recover from all the holiday seasons, you will be ahead in the game. Because during those three months right now, during the fourth quarter of a year, you will already lay the groundwork uh, for yourself. You will already uh, change some habits so that New Year's will be just a formality for you. It will be just just a formality that, okay, I already established that habit. I already worked on it. So during uh, this time, if you start right now, it's going to really allow you to build for the future. You're going to build a solid foundation for the future. Moreover, you are going to prove your brain wrong. Because your brain right now is standing on your way uh, of success because your brain is like, no, 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 it's impossible to change right now. Nobody can can do it. We've never done that before. So we won't do it this time. Like holidays are the, the hardest season to, 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 you know, to break our unhelpful habits or our disordered eating behaviors. But guess what? If you... Uh, do it right now. If you come uh, on the other side, you're going to prove your brain wrong. You will start seeing that all this time, all this time, all this year, when you thought that it's impossible to heal heal your relationship with food during holidays, that all this time your brain was wrong. Those were just incorrect thoughts because you are capable of changing your relationship with food any time of the year. So this is what you will do. 
you will lay the groundwork for the New Year's, for the real New Year's, by pretending that right now it's a New Year's. You will do the uh, foundational work and you are going to make a lot of mistakes, but you will learn how to properly fail. I don't know if you've ever heard the quote from Thomas Edison. So he was interviewed to some kind of newspaper and it's all about the invention of the light bulb. So he apparently failed a lot of times. And what he said in this interview was that I haven't failed. I've just found 10,000 ways that don't work. I want you to see, I want you to think in the same, uh, same way about your recovery. So let's say that you are trying to recover from binge eating. And right now, during the fourth quarter of a year, you're going to try and definitely you're going to fail. Nobody recovers from binge eating just from one day to another. They don't just stop binge eating. It's a process. Maybe you're going to transition from binge eating to overeating, then from overeating to like um, less frequent episodes and so on. So during this time, you're going to fail fail <laughs> fail uh, let, let's um let's let's use the wor- word fail but but you know those are not failures those are actually learning uh, experiences so right now let's say that a couple of times you're going to fail but you're going to learn from it you are going to find so many ways that won't work and you just have to treat it as the experiment, treat it with curiosity. So you found a one way that doesn't really help you with with overcoming your struggles with food. Okay, let's try another way. Okay, let's brainstorm some new ideas. And what you are going to do is you are going to learn from them. And of course, during the fourth quarter, you could use willpower, right? You could go through this period of time using willpower, but that's not your goal. Your goal is not to, you know, stop binge eating or stop craving sugar. No, that's not your goal. Your goal is to change your desire for that food. And that can happen when there are failures, when you, when you do things wrong, but you also learn from those, those things. So it's not about the streak like, oh, I haven't binged in 100 days. Like, yeah, whatever. Uh, it's all about what you learn when you actually binge. As I've probably mentioned before, in order to stop binge eating, you have to binge because you have to learn how to break this this habit. And when you do it with the willpower, if you just hold your urges to binge with willpower, it actually doesn't break the cycle. It doesn't break the this habit cycle. You have to do it differently. So I hope that you uh, that I sold you on the idea that fourth quarter of the year is the best time to uh, change your disorder eating behaviors because right now this progress if you would make any progress during the holiday season it's gonna be way more profound because at the beginning you thought like oh it's impossible to to change it's impossible to succeed during thanksgiving christmas but you will succeed and you will work on those foundational uh, skills that you need so that in january you are really ahead of in the game. Like everybody is still recovering from Christmas season, but you are going to be ahead. You will already have those, those useful skills. When you try to overcome something during difficult times, 
this time has the biggest potential for growth. This is very, very powerful period. I remember my first binge-free Christmas and I was so proud of myself. Of course, maybe later I was still uh, suffering with like uh, overeating or some disordered, e- disordered thoughts about food. But those first binge-free Christmas, Jesus, I was so proud of myself and I knew that I can overcome it. Like if I can do it, during such a difficult period of time when there's a lot of stress, a lot of food, a lot of temptation, if I can go through this period, not only with willpower, but actually by changing my desire for food, therefore it's really possible for me to recover and it can be the same for you. So this difficult time has actually the biggest potential for growth. This is a very powerful period. You will just <laughs> you will just surprise yourself, right? So please use this fourth quarter to do something. Don't give up. Don't give yourself permission to to just delay and uh, delay your commitment for later. Don't think that okay, I'm just going to start in January. No. Start right now. And what can help you start and really do the deeper work? of course, my coaching program. So right now, I would highly encourage you to to maybe talk to me on on Instagram, fill out my coaching application. Let's set a, a brainstorming session on Zoom and let's see whether my coaching program can help you. And if you have some anxiety about, you know, phone calls, maybe not a phone call, but Zoom call, you know, we can go around it. I'm, I'm really, I would really love to accommodate you. And in the past, I had extreme anxiety about, you know, showing myself on the camera and so on, <laughs> which is right now my work. <laughs> so, you know, you can overcome everything. But I understand that for many of you, it's just, it's just anxiety. You are afraid to, to share with other person your struggles with food. Um, so yeah, I totally understand that. But also I think that signing up for a coaching program when you can work with a coach one-on-one or in a group setting, this is the most powerful, most impactful way that can help you to change your relationship with, uh, with, with food, with yourself and with your body. Like we are working on so many topics inside the Binge Pro Brain coaching program. But anyways, I hope that this episode was helpful. I would really appreciate if you will leave a review on iTunes and thank you so much. I hope that you feel pumped up to, to do something. And thank you so much for listening and see you in there <laughs> and he- see you in the next episode. enjoyed today's episode and you would like to stay in touch with me make sure to follow binge proof brain on instagram and if you are ready to take this material to the next level and apply what you've learned then go ahead and submit your application for my binge proof brain coaching program thank you so much for joining me today and have a great day